Hello and welcome to the Better Budgeting Podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Reese. I'm a money coach and the founder of the Better Budgeting Playbook. And this is my one-on-one coaching program for women and couples who have been trying to figure out their finances, finally create a clear plan so they don't have to worry about waiting on payday anymore. I became a money coach in 2020 after paying off over $60,000 in debt, rekindling my marriage, becoming financially free, and wanting others to experience the same. If you'd like to work with me, you can check out the link in the show notes there. Also, we have the Financial Freedom Society on Facebook. It's a free Facebook community focusing on debt payoff, saving strategies, budgeting, and money mindset. You can find the link to that community in the show notes as well. First off, full disclaimer, I am a little nasally this week. I am sick or getting over being sick. And my poor daughter had strep throat on her birthday. It was, it's been a rough week in this household. But let's get into today's episode. Today's episode is going to be all about utilities. And listen, utilities that fluctuate are the freaking worst. Oh, they're the worst. And in a previous episode on sinking funds, I talked about how I pay my gas bill. And that has sparked some interest. So here we are making an episode about utilities. Fluctuating utilities can be water, sewer, electric gas, propane, etc. It's metered, okay? You use some and you pay what you use kind of situation. So when clients start with me, electric and their gas slash propane, I'm going to use the word propane from here on out because that's what I have, okay? But their electric and their propane are super duper inconsistent. Like, ew, yuck, When we're making a spending plan, we want as consistent numbers as possible. And the less variables, the better. So it's winter time right now. So I'm seeing 300 to 600 plus on electric bills for my newer clients. And I'm like, please, let me just slide over here and throw up for a second. Like, no, thank you at all. At one time, like one time right after Christmas, like, no, (laughs) So I'm going to share with you the secret sauce, specifically on electric and propane bills. I'm going to, I'm going to share with you how we are going to remove these $600 electric bills that just pop out of nowhere. Okay. First disclaimer though, I have solar panels. I no longer follow this method because it just doesn't work with my solar panels. But when I didn't have solar panels, this is the exact method that I used for electric and I will share with you the exact method that I use right now for my propane bill. So let's get into electric. Most electric companies are going to have an equal payment plan type of system, a budget system, something along those lines. Mine is very convenient. They allow you to sign up online and you can actually see what that bill is going to be prior to you making the commitment, which is fantastic. Do not make a commitment to an equal payment plan before you know the number. So basically what happens with an equal payment plan is that you are going to continue to use electric as normal. And they're gonna say, hey, you're gonna owe us $100 a month for the next six months, that's our contract, six months. And at the end of six months, your usage is going to be either lower than what you've already paid in. If so, we're gonna give you a credit to put towards your bill, or it's gonna be more. And 
by the way, I'm not going to give you any leniency on this. I'm just going to shove the $600 right onto the very next bill that you are over and you're going to have to pay that out of pocket. Like, no, we will not be doing that. Thank you. Please come again. But I like the first half. I like that it is a consistent number that you need to be paying every single month. That avoids that 600 some dollar once a year, twice a year kind of bill. And electric companies are going to find that number in different ways. Sometimes they take the previous six months of usage and give you that number. Sometimes they find the next six months of usage, what your average is for the coming six months, give you that number, but you gotta do your due diligence. So what I have my clients do is pull their next six months, so it's February now, so March through September, of the previous year. I wanna know what did you actually spend the previous year on your electric? And we're gonna find the average of that. And let's say the average of that is $150. So if you do that consistently again this year, you will be in the hole $50 every single month and 50 times six months is $300 you're gonna owe at the end of that six month contract. And that's, no, we're not doing that. I have my clients pay their average as long as it's over the amount that their budgeting payment plan is from their electric company. Because realistically, if I'm going to be paying $150 every single month, they're going to say, oh no, Miss Danielle, you don't need to send that extra money. No, you're taking my extra money because I'm not footing a $300 bill in six months. It's just not happening over here. So that is one way that I use the electric kind of budget plan. Not all electric companies, I would assume, offer this, but mine does. I have a couple locally that I know of that also do. I have some clients actually, they have them out west as well, West Coast America. So what this does, it allows for consistency throughout those six months on your electric bill. So going into the winter season, this is super duper duper helpful to one, be set up on the payment plan and two, be paying the amount that you actually are averaging. Now you can't do this without setting up the payment plan because what's going to happen is that $600 bill is going to come and you're like, well, no, Danielle, my average is only 150. I've been paying 150. Listen, you got to sign up for it because that is the maximum they are going to charge you throughout that month. And if you don't have that threshold there, you're going to have to pay out of pocket that astronomical electrical bill. So first, figure out the payment plan option, then figure out what your actual average is for the next six months, not what number they give you. Okay, find the actual average, pay that amount every single month, you will be closing in on that gap of what they are going to estimate and what you are actually going to be using, which is super duper helpful to avoid these freaking high and enormous electric bills for sure. Now let's move over onto propane or gas, natural gas, whatever. Couple options, right? You have the monthly option where they go ahead and they meter it. You also have a monthly option where people come and they fill your tanks once a quarter or however often you need, but you pay a monthly payment every month. And then you also have an option where you don't pay anything monthly and you just pay whenever they come. I like the last option. I like to keep my own dang money to me for sure 
every single month and I'll pay these suckers when they come and they deliver my product. I'm, I'm buying a service, right? I'm buying a service with a product and I want to know that that service was fully done correctly. They closed up my valves. They didn't like knock over my plants in my garden, filling it up. I want to know that they're taking care of what they need to take care of. And then I'm going to pay your bill. So similar concept to the electric bill, but this is with our gas and you're going to take your average over 12 months, 12 months average on this gas bill, propane bill, whatever. And you are going to save that amount every single month. I set mine on my high yield savings account. I know that from April to October, I usually don't have a propane bill come in. So that money just sits there and it accrues interest, which is fantastic. I love that. I love earning money on my money. So that's why I choose this option. So you're gonna take the average of 12 months, you're gonna save that every single month. And then whenever that propane truck shows up, they give you the invoice. Guess what, baby girl? You just pull that money out of your high yield savings account and you go pay the bill. And there we're done. Absolutely done. Wash our hands of it. I've gotten to take control of my finances by having a consistent number in the budget every single month. I've also got to keep my money and earn money on top of that money. And I paid them once the service is complete. Now let's say you do the monthly option for the propane. Same thing, they estimate it out, right? And they give you a number. I want you to do your due diligence and making sure that number is accurate. It's not going to be completely spot on, but it is going to be way closer than you think compared to what they're giving you. So if your average is $175 a month and they're charging you $150, girlfriend, go pay that $175. That way you have a nice credit. Or just like I had given you in this last example, take that other $25 because $175 minus $150 is $25. Take that $25 and go set it in your high yield savings account. So that way, when they go to re-up for the year and they're like, hey, I'm really sorry. We, um, we undercharged you for the year. You owe us $795. You're like, no problem, because I know you guys suck at math anyway. So here's my money that I've been saving because I knew you guys screwed up from the very beginning and you go pay the bill. I'm not talking about reducing consumption. That should be a given right? Like turn the dang lights off. Oh man. I grew up in a household where that was like punishment worthy of not turning lights off and not putting your stuff away. Very toxic. Okay. But now as an adult, it like bothers me that extra lights are on. So I go around and I just turn all the extra lights off. We know this stuff. You need a plan in place for these larger bills. And that's what we're here covering. And I'm going to throw in those water and sewer bills as well. I didn't plan on it, but here I am on a roll. So we're going with it. Uh, A lot of my clients, they have a water sewer bill that comes out quarterly. My recommendation is find the average and then split it up over that quarter. So if it's $300 for three months, you need to be saving $100 over three month period so that you have the full amount for that bill by the time it comes. And now you're like, oh my gosh, Danielle, this is, this is great news. I love this. This is so helpful. Thank you so much. However, I am just struggling to put money in savings in general. How the heck am I going to save $100 a month for a water bill that's not due for three months? Oh, conveniently, we have the Better Budgeting Playbook. (laughs) 
I'm going to plug that in here, okay? Because it changes lives. I am confident in the program that I built because it has changed so many lives. You got to get on a budget. You got to make a spending plan. You need to plan for your spending. That is what a spending plan is. And as I said earlier in this call, that I have some of my newer clients not even in this stage yet because we are still refocusing and gaining control of their finances that we're going to get to this for sure. This isn't the first step. The very first step is in other episodes. This step is to enhance and help build cash flow and consistency in your budget. You got to have a budget to start with. And there's probably somebody here that's like, I've tried budgeting and it just doesn't work. or I can never consistently save or, you know, I'm always overspending. Well, that's what coaching is for. That is the aspect of coaching. I wish I could just give away the whole playbook for free. But honestly, you can get templates and debt reduction calculators and all that stuff on Google. All right. I ain't Google. I'm here to transform people's lives. And that's why you're here, too, because you want to transform your life. And that doesn't come with just a budgeting template. That comes with a mindset shift. That's you being able to see the full picture. I was just with a client this week and she said that she was getting $6,000 back because her car got totaled, unfortunately. And she was like, we're just going to take all 6,000 and just go buy a car. And I was like, okay, or, or we could put three grand in savings because we've been working on our savings goal. Let's go put three grand in savings and then we'll take three grand and we'll go buy a car or put a down payment on a car, whatever, you know, you see fit. And she literally said, I, I would have never thought of that. That makes perfect sense, but she would never would have thought about it. That is what coaching is about. It's me seeing a clear view because I ain't in the thick of it with you. I am on the outside looking in and I can see clear as day when people are overspending, when people are using their credit cards, when people think a certain way or they're spending a certain way. I can see it. You can't see it because you're, you're you and you're in it and there's nothing wrong with it. But I help you unpack all of this so that you can make clear, good financial decisions. Also, so you can learn about yourself. You can understand that during my period, I enjoy shopping. I sit on the couch and I like to eat chocolate and I like to Amazon shop. I got a client that does that. So guess what we do that very week that she is in that cycle. We got a little extra fun money that week and she lightens up on the other weeks. But those type of discoveries aren't being found out through budgeting templates and just Google searches. They're talking with somebody that understands finances that can help you learn all about it. So as I know, these tips are super duper duper helpful. They're only going to get you so far. Get into the show notes here. Check out the Better Budgeting Playbook. We've got some spots open for March of 2024. I've got some exciting stuff in the works for the rest of this year with coaching and you all are going to be the first to know for sure. But go sign up so we don't wait. You will be wishing that things were different. And if you start today, you're going to get to that day much faster instead of putting it off. So go out in the show notes and check it out. But to wrap up this episode, use these tips and tricks to enhance your finances. It's not the end all be all, but it is helpful for these tips and tricks. So 
give it a whirl and let me know in the show notes you can find me on instagram and facebook i love when you all leave reviews in this podcast but i even love more when you connect with me personally i am the real person behind my messages answering your questions okay so send me a message i'd love to connect with that i hope you all have a wonderful day and keep coming back and we'll talk soon bye-bye